0: Listener discretion is advised as the Evanista's podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Welcome to the latest episode of the Ebenistas podcast. This is Doreen and (laughs) <laughs> and today we are going to finish up part two of the toxic parenting series. So hopefully the topic so far that we discussed in the last episode hasn't been too upsetting for our listeners. And it's important to remember that as long as we're alive, we can always grow, we can always learn, we can always fix stuff. So understanding why these things have happened and using that knowledge to fuel you as as long as you continue to heal from toxicity is important. We hope that you learned a lot from the previous episode and on toxicity and familial structures because we plan on doing a toxic relationship series where we discuss how to deal with toxic relationships, co-workers, siblings, and every other toxic bitch in your life. So to continue. <laughs> Karen. Hello, Karen. Karen. We're looking at you, Karen. Jesus. And which is Can we just do a really quick
1: side note? I'm sorry. Yeah. Can we just vent for a second about all this nonsense? These, all the half-assed apologies that are coming out from all these companies and the upsetting thing of, look... I'm so happy we have technology to bring us all these glorious videos of all these racist, ignorant asses. But it's a lot.
0: It's it a, is whole a lot. lot.
1: And it is so upsetting. Like, I literally, several times a day, have to put my phone down and not just don't look. Because it's freaking... Uh, you know what it's, I
0: mean? So, for me, it's like, I, I am... I do want to know, like, my... Thirst for knowledge makes me want to know what's going on and to continue to read and continue to watch. But after a while, you just become so saturated in it that it kind of, it makes you sad, you know? It makes you sad that this stuff is still going on and that these people are being treated this way, being spoken to this way. And for me, what makes me the angriest is the fact that so many random people have decided that they are the boss of everyone because of their skin color. Like, yeah, I, you need to tell me what your name is. What are you doing here? Why are you doing this? Who the fuck are you? Like, Who I are just, you? I saw a video
1: oh. earlier in the week of this lady that they didn't show the whole thing of what happened, but apparently she was in the grocery store and her kids stepped on one of the shelves to grab like a Gatorade on like a higher shelf and some white lady, like obviously the woman's family was black and this white lady like made a big deal about it and she was like, okay, just told her kids like ignore her, like let's go. She leaves and in the parking lot, this lady decides to take herself with her daughter and her stroller and stand behind their car and make it so that they couldn't leave the store just because of that then the cops the called the huh what was the plan i don't know but then the the, the black lady called the cops cuz she was like this is ridiculous like what are you doing like can you move i have to go back to work i need to do stuff what are you doing and the lady sat there just quiet and then all of a sudden the cops come and of course she starts her boo hoo of nonsense And talking about like, that, but her kids were acting like this. And so she was just like, it's none of your business. None of your business. Go away. How about your day?
0: I watched a video of this lady approaching this black boy. He was on a bike and he was riding on the sidewalk, which you're not supposed to do, but he was like a teenager. Yeah. And this lady was like, no, you're not going to leave. You don't get to ride your bike over here. I'm calling the police on you and your parents should have raised you better. And she's like going off. And this white guy comes across the street and he was like, what do you think you're doing? And she was just like, I'm trying to teach him. He needs to learn better. He was like, are you his parent?" Are you going to teach him? Are you having a conversation with him right now? Why do you care? And how does this affect you? He's like, and he like moved her to the side and was like, young man, keep going. Please get home safely. He was like, this is not your place. Yeah. He was like, this is not your place. Like, why would you even feel the need to go and say something to him? You don't know him. You have nothing to do with him. You need to mind your business. Yeah. It is. You are, you're not doing it out of a place of concern. Like, I want you to know better that's not your child. Don't worry about yourself and what you got going on. It's not your responsibility to, to try to be a parent or a police officer, or to be like this person that just decides that everyone has to tell you what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Stop it. Stop so it. Me, I was talking to Bill the other night and I was like, I kind of have a theory and I know it's kind of silly, but part of me feels like I understand that because of technology, we're seeing this more, but at the same time, I feel like it's being done on purpose to provoke people, especially the people, the videos of the people that are just standing behind cars. There was another one of a lady just standing in the aisle in front of like the spice aisle. So this woman couldn't get her spices. She just stood there. And I was like, I think Part of it is to provoke people to get yeah. angry so that they can be boo-hoo all this you know, which is tip I mean, it it happens anyways, but I think it's happening purposely on more now because people know that cameras are going and things like that. So they're they can try and spin the media and all that stuff like that.
0: But yeah, they're gaslighting.
1: Yeah. So everyone, if you come across this shit, keep your fucking cool, put your cameras on. They out here wildin' right now. Like we have so much more work to do, but that's my vent for the day. I'm sorry. I needed to... I'm still angry. I'm still angry. I don't know. Maybe and we'll then talk about to, it. We'll have another show about it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> the half-ass apologies after they get busted and lose their jobs is also like a slap in the face. Because oh. you were not sorry when you were doing it. You're just sorry now that you got busted. Like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and ridiculous. then the companies,
0: too. Okay,
1: really quick. Sorry. We're, like, going silly off topic. Like, we're literally trying to do one episode. <laughs> <laughs> mixed up this one. But whatever. Um, Masha, I do it a while Um... Damn right. So I think I told you earlier that there's this whole thing going on with this um, vegan company called Thug Kitchen. They put out like this um, cookbook, whatever. So the cookbook, when you look at the blog and when it first came out, I'll tell you, you'll probably think that this person or the people that run it are black, you know, that they're not white, basically. But turns out they're white. They're two white people, a white guy, a white girl. And when they first came out, people had a problem with it and called them out on it. Um, about the name of their company and how that word can be misassociated with Black people sometimes, which there's a lot of debate on that as well. But that aside, so now because of all the protests and all these companies are doing these half ass apologies, now they're deciding to change the name of their company. And my problem is that, and a lot of people have been commenting them, is that you, there are plenty of articles, if you go back years and years ago with them, where people were calling you out and saying, this is problematic. Like you need to think about what you're doing, not just with the name of the company, but how it's being presented. Because the issue is, this is my biggest issue. And I think people are being too focused on the name of the company. The issue is that if black people or someone of color did the same exact thing as them, they would not have the same success. They could not do that. They could not have a cookbook full of curse words and slang and all this stuff and be successful they would be probably ridiculed and told that this is a garbage cookbook but because they're two white people they're capitalizing on that which sucks I'm, i mean on one end who's to tell you i don't know where these people come from i'm going to assume that they're not you know from those types of neighborhoods anyways but who's to say that they can't make a cookbook with curse words and things like that it's a big thing but it's one of those companies i'm just like really you knew about this years ago and now all of a sudden, you want to sit there and go, oh, we're trying to learn, blah, blah, blah. And if you look on their threads, they're commenting back to all the people that are like, oh, yeah, congratulations on being, you know, better and blah, blah, blah. And we're just like, skirt, why didn't you say this five years ago? Why, yeah. why are you doing it now? And it's all about profiting. So don't be fooled, folks. I know, I know plenty of, you know.
0: Stay woke.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> As the kids say. Um, <laughs> anyways, that was uh, Well, blah, 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 I swear we could do a whole episode on that. But, anyways,
0: and we should, and we will. I also want to talk about cancel culture because I have a whole lot to say on that. Oh yeah,
1: we have that in the works too. Seriously, I'm looking at Stay you, tuned. I'm a Nazis. I'm looking at you.
0: Stay tuned. <laughs> All <laughs> right, so, where are we at? so last week we are at where. So we were talking about the differences between Caribbean and like other cultural differences and how they raise their kids and maybe some of the things that happen to these kids when they're raised in toxic environments.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. (laughs) So so we mentioned some consequences as we did the last episode, but we want to go over a couple more. So consequences of having physical, emotional, sexual abuse, pretty much anything across the board, whether you... a parent thinks it constitutes as abuse or not. Obviously, that can vary between cultures, as we talked about before, but sometimes, again, parents that think that they're helping their children sometimes are actually really just creating chaos in their child. So, yeah. some of the consequences of doing so some parents are extremely neglectful to the point that children take on the parenting role. They end up being the parents to themselves, to their parents, or to their siblings. Sometimes, after a while, they start to believe that the people close to them will only hurt them or abandon them. So you see like, sometimes you have those classic people that get into relationships and then all of a sudden they just kind of flip a switch and they're just like, you're going to leave me anyways. You're just going to do this. Stage
0: five Klingons. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some people may start to expect the worst from people and just life in general. They're just like, well, doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what successes I have. It's all going downhill. They have an identity crisis pretty much they don't know really who they are um, they don't know how to feel about themselves or what you are like you just kind of go all over the place
0: so to that point I actually know quite a couple people that <clears throat> weren't raised in like the necessarily the best environment in terms of their parents and as adults, they would take on whatever personalities or cultural personalities that their friends or partners had. They just would do whatever they were doing because they're just, they didn't feel like they had enough of that in their lives. So let's say they were dating a Jamaican guy, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I'm not Jamaican, but he is. So I'm going to wear the Jamaican flag. I'm listening to reggae music. I'm just going to embrace this culture so much so that they've almost convinced themselves that they are a part of that culture mm-hmm. because they just take on the personality. They want to please that other person so much that they mm-hmm. want to mirror whatever they like. They, you know, So I, I completely have seen that.
1: I've seen that before. I know, actually, I have a friend whose parent does that. But apparently, like they have their mom would start dating a new guy and literally turn into that person. So Mm -hmm. I think they're saying that their parent dated someone from like Ireland or something. And all of a sudden, like her mom's not from Ireland. (laughs) Like (laughs) she all of a sudden develops like this accent and then all of a sudden it's all about like their sports and like their lifestyle and like wearing the clothing. And she's just like,
0: bitch. (laughs) Do you remember when Madonna suddenly got a British accent when she married Guy Ritchie? It was ridiculous. Anyway, side note you saw her son dancing
1: for Black Lives, right? Give me a break. All right, side break. That was a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So, as we were,
0: (laughs) what is happening to the world? Can someone
1: explain? (laughs) What is happening? Um, Chaos
0: and madness.
1: Oh, God. Let's see. They also have. You become afraid that people won't like you if they knew the real you. I read up on this before, and it's a really strange phenomenon. It's like you're you almost feel like you're out of your body, sort of, and you just really don't know who you are. It's, it's like further than an identity crisis. It's um, impersonation syndrome can happen. Yes. Yeah,
0: it's huge.
1: It is. Really it happens huge. a
0: lot with women too, from what I've I've seen.
1: I will say I had um after my after giving birth i had postpartum and i did go through a little bit of that i don't know if they would have said specifically it was that but i definitely like remember looking it up and i was like i'm experiencing like a lot of this stuff you know probably like web, M- web md myself i'm dying as <laughs> <so> WebMD <laughs> tells you that you're doing but uh, it was just really strange i was like i've never heard about this but that's a thing Then you have people who get angry or sad for no apparent reason. They have flashbacks, emotional flashbacks, something triggers them. And then all of a sudden they're back to being a little kid again and, you know, experiencing all these issues. They have a hard time relaxing or having a good time. In a way, you'll find yourself behaving like your parents, even if you don't want to. So, you know, trying to break that cycle of not having an abusive house, but all of a sudden you find yourself getting angry, you know, drinking too much. And next thing you know, you're acting just like your parent. And that creates could create a vicious cycle then the last thing that we have is the child or your you as an adult you end up walking on eggshells no matter what you do even when you're around that parent as an adult um you're constantly worried that if you say the wrong thing or you do the wrong thing that it'll set someone off it'll set that parent off and so you're just constantly watching what you're saying you can't be yourself so those are a couple consequences of that although
0: i mean there's
1: endless endless ones
0: Mm -hmm now more importantly those are some of the bad things that can happen when you grow up in a toxic family but once you figure out what happened why it's happened and acknowledge that it's happened you need to focus on recovery and overcoming those consequences so um so there's a whole bunch of memes or they're like that they're like but i'm really upset what should i do they're like go cut a bitch's tires like no that's not it but therapy's
1: expensive sometimes (laughs) I'll just, I'll just settle for a $10 box
0: of wine. Um, That might be a temporary fix, but there's going to be a lot of wine in your future. If you're going to just try to like bury this. (laughs) So they, they say that the first thing you should do is um, more importantly, is like to set boundaries. And I'm not just going to say set boundaries and walk away and be like, that's it. How do you set boundaries? You can walk away instead of reacting to whatever's happening, limit how much information they have about you. And when I say that, understand that if you tell your aunt Karen, I shouldn't have said Karen, right? That's a trigger if, for me. If you <laughs> tell your aunt Yolanda that. <laughs> she sounds a lot nicer. I like her. <laughs> you tell your sassy aunt with the box wine, right? Yeah. Um, if you tell your aunt Yolanda, you know, Hey, like I'm having these boyfriend issues and I'm, t- I'm going through this and the work is this way. And Yolanda talks to the toxic family member. There's a good chance that Yolanda may tell that toxic person. They're going to be like, well, how come so-and-so is the one telling me this and it's not coming from you? That's going to create another toxic environment. So Ugh. limit how much information they have about you. Don't put it on social media if you don't want the whole world to know. Don't tell people oh, that maybe. Go back you know, and like, tell them.
1: You make a good point though. Aunt Yolanda, as cool as she sounds, she is the gossiper. She yeah, really is. She's
0: messy as fuck. I don't like fuck. it. You know what?
1: She's fun. Like, she'll take you out like when you're not supposed to kind of thing. And maybe Mm -hmm. you had your first cigarette with her or maybe you smoked your first bowl with her. But she is a little little gossipy and that gossipy bitch needs to calm down. (laughs)
0: Limit. Limit it. And then the next thing is part of social media is remove them from social media if that has been part of your way of life. If you're not putting all your business out there, then it's not a big deal. Or just, you know, you can limit how much information they can see about you on social media, if you don't want them to only offer help or assistance when you are emotionally able and not when that person wants you to, as a person who's like, I'll help, I'll help, I'll help. I can tell you that this is a problem that I have, even when I'm like exhausted, tired, do not want to do it if someone needs me i'm like i feel compelled to do it and do then i end up being yeah and then i end up being resentful after the fact And i'm like so i that's something i can work on personally but yeah and then the other way you can set a boundary is if you let your toxic family member violate your boundaries it sends a message to them that they can still control you as long as they push hard enough you have to stay consistent you have to stay strong even when it seems easier to just give in and give them what they want to make your life easier That is part of the toxic cycle because then you're basically training them. Just yell at me more, harass me more, blow up my phone more, and then eventually if I do this, they'll do what I want. So set boundaries. Stay strong, my brothers and sisters. Stay strong. (laughs) Don't let them do it. Don't let them do it. <laughs> um, did we go over what do you call it? Control
1: the location. So, like if they're visiting or something like that, or they want to meet up with you, make sure that you control your location. That way, you have an easy exit. You know, things get out of control, whatever. You're not duck or beholden to them. Go in your own car, do whatever you need to do. That is like a physical way to really take control of the situation. Um, sure. And then we have self care. This is my favorite because me yeah. and Doreen always make sure that we do some kind of self-care I I think we do like what like once a week at least like a serious I need a minute for myself that kind of thing
0: yeah love on myself a little bit and just take care of myself the way I wish somebody else would but more importantly the way that I want to like what I need and even if it's a little exhausting like washing my hair is a mission but when my my hair bounces and flows after the fact I'm like yes this is this is amazing (laughs) it makes me feel better but Until you address the way that this toxic person has been affecting you, overcoming it may be difficult, but seek therapy, self help books, meditation, journaling. You just have to heal yourself. Try everything self love. I'm not going to say a spa day is just going to fix your emotional damage because that's kind of ridiculous. But
1: Um, (laughs) spa days are (laughs) amazing. I will, you know what? I agree with you completely. Like, I love spa day and. I always tell myself, I always tell my, my uh, massage therapist when I start, I'm like, I'm really sorry if I start crying in a minute. And she's just like, honey, it's okay. Like, don't worry. You can do that because actually like them touching you, stuff like that can trigger different things in your your response oh man Um, physically I mean obviously physically but emotionally and all that stuff but I never end up crying I always end up like talking to them and just like having like the best talk because I really needed to just talk
0: (laughs) so just because you mentioned the massage therapist when I get massages I'm so tense they're like can you please just like relax I was like I don't I don't know how to do that I'm trying (laughs) is this it is this what you want is this what it is and I am so tense that they're just like it's like massaging rocks, like because I am just like a ball of nerves sometimes. So my no, massage, they do don't—they don't enjoy it.
1: <laughs> I've heard that too from a lot of people who have um, tried to massage me, and they're just like, "You literally have boulders in your back, like yeah. where is that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's all my tension." I'm yeah. like, "That is all my stress." And like, I saved I it for pressing. you. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. we sync up too. <laughs> we have our periods like around the same time too. So TMI or <laughs> not, it's very don't obvious. care it's very obvious <laughs> and we're across the, we're across the nation too from each other and we synced up power. <laughs> that's hilarious that's how strong vaginas are they like literally get get together okay. like, <laughs> within distance to each other and they're just like whoop hey
0: girl hi <laughs> you want to be friends Yes. my Let's eggs want to be friends with your eggs together <laughs> with the homies okay <laughs> okay you got it.
1: Ooh, self-care. Um, do you want to start this one or? No, go ahead. I just did the first half. Oh, you did. Damn. I was just really excited about talking about Yolanda and all that stuff. All Yolanda. Right. <laughs> um, so self-care also, it may take you some time, you know, when you're reflecting and when you're trying to move forward to realize that you are not the problem. A lot of people blame themselves for a lot of things that happened to them during their childhood or even on a day-to-day basis. But a lot of times when it comes to parents, a lot of people blame themselves and they're just like, shit you know maybe if I would just been a better kid maybe if I just done this you know they wouldn't be mad at me and now we wouldn't be in this situation nope you're not the problem your parent is your parent is the adult unless you become an adult and you become a hot mess I mean there are some exceptions but you know what I mean so you need to be aware of your own toxic behavior um mm-hmm. be honest about yourself don't pretend that you don't have a foot in this if you do Some people do, sometimes they don't. That's for you to understand and decide. There's an article that we found They have some truths about having toxic parents. You need to realize that you're not your parents. You're not the abusive things they say about you. You don't need to go to family therapy if you don't want to. You don't need to seek their approval for your own therapy to get well. You can get well without them. Just know that you can do this on your own. It's okay. It sucks, but you can do it. Cutoffs don't always heal you, so be careful. Um, I know we talked briefly about cutting off that parent or that toxic family member if you need to, but it doesn't necessarily always heal you the way that you want. It's not going to magically make you feel better. Again, you have to do a little more work than that sometimes.
0: Yeah, just because they're not there doesn't mean the pain goes away. You also
1: have to remember you don't have to like your parent, um, but you might still feel attached and love them. Let us be clear. You don't have to love anyone that you don't want to and anyone that is not deserving of your love. You don't have to love them. I don't care if they're your parents or not. I don't care if that's grandma. I don't care if that's your sister. I don't care, blah, 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 blah. People do terrible things to each other sometimes. That doesn't mean you have to love them. Don't feel obligated. Um, If you do feel that way about them, good on you. I mean, I'm all about it. You don't have to forgive people, things like that. I'm all about that stuff. Like people are just like, Oh, forgiveness will heal you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen here. I'm sorry. But if someone does something catastrophically horrible to me or to my child or anyone that I really love, forgiveness is off of the board. I'm sorry. I'm just, That's just me.
0: Oh, So I'm a super forgiving person. Like if you say sorry, I'd really try it. But there are a couple of people who have done things that I'm like, yeah, no, I don't care how many times you say sorry, you are dead to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it takes a lot for me to get to that point but I do tend to be like well they said sorry so we start over I'm working on that
1: no I've cut out some people like really quickly before and I'm just like you know what bloop I'm done with you and it takes me years really like I said before it hurts and it sucks and yes I still like sometimes I'm just like man like what if I had just picked this blah, blah blah and I'm just like well that person's out of my life for a reason you know it's one less stressor it's one less this, that, whatever the issue was. And I'm just like, there's no need to go back at this point. So eh. if you cut
0: me off, I will die and then haunt you as a ghost. Okay. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I have a broken heart. Yeah. I'll be so sad. You know I'll just won't. float up and become Casper. <laughs> <laughs> Casper. Jabby. <laughs> Jabby. <laughs> Make me a mimosa. <laughs> you guys can't see her, but the look of fear in her face was like, what bitch? Just kidding. These are jokes. I was thinking about about Ghost (laughs) You. And like you just
1: coming up in the house, and like then we then but then right, if one of us becomes a ghost, then we could just visit each other whenever. You don't have to worry about corona, okay? Um, we could just get on the flight and just go and I'm just visit. I'm not quite
0: sure place. that I want to trade that for a ghost in my house because they tend to not really follow the social etiquette rules. You know, they just show up whenever the hell they want to. For <laughs> friends, you're sleeping.
1: I mean, for friends, <laughs> and we're talking to each other, and you're my ghost, you're my Casper ghost. <laughs> then I could be like, Hey, oh, homie.
0: Exactly. And you'll be like, "Hey,
1: I'll be right back. I'm gonna go visit my parents." Oh my God! There's a spider on the wall. Ah,
0: ah. It's not a ghost. It's,
1: not a ghost. it's, a it's very ghost. real. i do not.
0: I'm gonna ignore
1: it. I'm gonna ignore it. I'm gonna ignore it. I'm gonna ignore, it. I'm gonna ignore it. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> fucking spiders! I'm in my basement. So I, yeah, Denver is like. Uh. At least it's not Australia where they have like those freakish things. Oh my God! That is an ugly one. Like those freakish, huge.
0: Yeah. Australia is is not a place for the faint-hearted I
1: am not going down under unless it's under. I kind
0: of want girl though but like i don't want to deal with any of the bugs or like their spider season where like the spider webs are like whole fields i'm gonna pass on that part no. yeah,
1: oh, yeah oh, i mean i guess you're right if you just stay kind of like i don't know their whole place like is there are there city areas like infested with like spiders? i don't
0: i just want to stay by the beach and like the sydney opera oh, house like that's what
1: i'll delete it if it came out Go ahead.
0: okay i just want to stay by the sydney opera house or like the water and like the beach and not i mean they have sharks and alligators or crocodiles. I don't know the I mean, difference. We have like, them
1: in Florida. Yeah,
0: but like not at the beach,
1: right? Yeah, but we have them in our backyard or we True. had them, like literally.
0: True. <laughs> True. And there was one that was crossing the street at the beach in like Palm Beach a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. It's a thing. Maybe not. Yeah. I met,
1: okay, so a few years ago, side note, and again, we're having a lot of side notes today and I don't really care. A few years ago, before I left Florida, me and my friends, we went out to South Beach. We happened to go to some random bar. It was pretty quiet, but we look over and we're like listening and there's these really cute guys standing there we're like hey what's up and but we realized they're Australian i've never met an australian before and i was like holy crap actually i'm sorry we were out with another team as a roller derby team we were they they were visiting us from the uk so we were with these uk girls and it happens that we go to the same bar as the guys that are from australia so i was in like a heaven of like accents that night but one of the girls i was like I was like, i never met an Australian before. I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder, this is real? Is this happening? And she was like, do you want to just say hi? And I was like, no, I was like, there's no reason to say hi. She's like, I'm going to make you go say hi. So she like basically drags me. And it's like, my friend has never met an Australian. And I was like, can I touch you? Are you real? And I like poked his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> he just started laughing. He was just like, "It's all good." He's like, "We're visiting from blah blah blah," and we ended up hanging out with them. One of my friends, I think they ended up like hooking up with them or one of them or something like that. I don't nice. know. And I was like, and they actually, I actually sat talking to one of the guys, and I was like, "You're not going to go in the water because they went like skinny dipping," and he's like, "No, he's like, I got a girlfriend back home. I'm going to be good." And I was like, "That's awesome." I was like, "That's cool." I was like, "I have a husband at home," so we just sat there talking, and I was happy to listen to her accents.
0: Yeah, that was really How did we start talking about australia spiders? Okay. Spiders. There's a
1: fucking spider <laughs> on my wall, and it is gone okay i don't know where it went i don't think we'll find it out in a second all right um
0: i'll get to this list right yes
1: <laughs> um if someone around you has an act of addiction or abuse by a parent that could trigger you set your boundaries so you can practice non-attachment the other thing is remember you cannot change or rescue your family members the same way that we said kind of similar to the whole you don't have to love them you know or you don't have to like them Um, you can't heal them, things like that. Remember that you can't change these people sometimes and they don't wanna change and that's okay. The other thing is being indifferent to the situation is not hatred or anger, but it is the opposite of love. So just be aware of these different feelings that you have going on. There's this part here that I don't really quite agree with. And I think we just talked about it similar to you don't have to love someone. Hating someone interferes with loving yourself. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think I can very strongly dislike someone else and be perfectly fine with with myself.
0: So my brother always says that to have hate in your heart is to have hate in you, period, right? And so it can corrupt you a little bit if you are so focused on hating someone that you're not necessarily in the best place. I think you can strongly dislike someone and, or maybe, you know, really not like them and not necessarily say it's hate. Cause I feel like hate can turn into something really malicious pretty quickly. So I don't agree with it a hundred percent.
1: Okay. Fair. That's the same thing. And then it goes, says unresolved anger and resentment can hurt you. That's the same thing as hating, you know, yeah. someone adult children, divorcing their parent. It's okay to do that. Again, we said that you can leave these suckers behind. If someone is not good for you, do it. Scram, scram. I, I don't need you. You can say things like, you weren't a good parent. You broke up our family. You still see me as a child. We don't have the same values and you're a toxic person. That was me doing bye my Felicia, voice. So mama, <laughs> you're not my real dad. So do whatever your your reasoning is. It's a-okay. Nobody is gonna, you know, you remember at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable with you and happy with you and your decision. So boom, bam, boom. Doreen, what is the next part? <laughs>
0: So to wrap up, focus on one challenge at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself by trying to change too many behaviors at one time. Putting mm. your energy on one thing will help you succeed just in very small steps. If you don't feel comfortable necessarily talking to someone about it at first, maybe keep a journal of your progress and you know, give yourself a pat on the back if you are able to recognize some of these behavioral patterns and see what you can do to change them. I would also say you can also form or be part of a support group with other people who have had similar experiences But one of the most critical roles in parents' lives is to help your children become help happy. Let me repeat that. One of the most critical roles in parents' lives is to help your children become happy, self-reliant, and compassionate human beings, in my opinion. There is no reward for more fulfilling than knowing that you've made a difference in a child's life. So- try to do that if you can, but like, don't do what your parents did just because that's all that you know. So I'm just going to say, all you really need to succeed is patience, common sense, a few proven parenting strategies, and above all your instinct. And no one, absolutely no one knows your child better than you. So I don't know what I'm talking about. If your kid doesn't, Subscribe to any of these things and like ignore me, right? Because I don't have kids. Yeah. What do you listen to me for? But um.
1: <laughs> I am not a licensed professional. Neither of us are. So BTW, as a side yeah. note, as we wrote in our last uh, little caption of our episode, <laughs> yes. we are not licensed professionals. We are just researching the stuff that we find online, and hopefully, some of that helps you and prompts you to research this stuff yourself yep absolutely (laughs) so with that being said i think that was pretty good um i feel like this was a lot different than us explaining like the actual issues with parents sometimes abusive parents or toxic parents Mm -hmm. because it's better you want to show self-care love you know all those things for you so anyways that is it for this week as always you can catch up with us on your favorite podcast platforms including itunes stitcher and google play the next episode will definitely be on the lighter side and shorter um remember we are small time just finding our footing in this podcast world we are you know trying some different formats out and timing things like that but still again we are making moves and we hope you are here to ride with us but with that being said everyone enjoy your week stay
0: safe and don't be a karen don't
1: be a karen i will find you I will find you and end you. All right, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye. The Ebeneces Podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Jabby and Doreen. Theme music by Chris Black of Truck Music Productions.